Here we go. Ladies and eight? gentlemen, this is eight right here. Big four boys, episode eight. Alec and we I, go. we're in the building, two separate buildings, but we're here to record what we barely stand in building here on the accord. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're recording. Uh, let's, let's get right into the talk. I mean, it's been a week. We're rolling. We're keeping these apps coming. Should, Do we it. Talk, should we talk NBA real quick? It's been slow at the off season, but today Woj announced Ben Simmons. He's not going to play. What the fuck is with that? I mean, we've talked about it. This guy is being a drama queen. He has a contract. Um, for $150 million, he has four more years on it, plus a player option. Um, I, I don't, this is a non-story for me. If, you know, if he's not going to play, he's not going to get paid. I, call, I say the 76ers call his bluff, and then he'll be playing midseason, surely enough. Unless he wants to give up four years of playing and four years of salary. I mean, sure. I mean, I, legally, it'll be very interesting. You know, I'm very interested as a future lawyer to see what Ben Simmons could do. But Brody, I mean, he doesn't have any choice. He has a yeah. contract guarantee. I mean, imagine if the 76ers were on the other end, right? And they're like, you know what? We don't want you, Ben Simmons. We're not going to pay you. Um, and he's like, oh, I want to play. I want to play. And they're like, no, we don't want to pay. What, would, what do you think would have happened? What would be the reaction? You, yeah, I don't know. They'd be like, what the fuck? Um, you, think, uh, you think the other players would not play? No, they'd they'd still would. I think. I mean, I think it's bullshit that he thinks that hey, he he has a guaranteed, he has a deal with this this team, this organization. He signed his paper last year for five years, and now all of a sudden he's um, you know ready to flip flop. I mean, it's one thing if he was really significantly underpaid. It's like he has a max deal. Mm-hmm. I, I just, what, do you, what do you think it is that led to all this? He obviously played horribly in the playoffs. He wasn't hitting free throws. There were some shots thrown from Embiid and some of the other uh, big – The Doc Rivers. The Doc Rivers say he's never going to be that guy or something during a press conference. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, I mean, do you blame the fucking guy? I mean, this guy was in the fourth quarter, and he wasn't – he was like – he didn't even take a field goal attempt. I think there was like a wide-open layup that he passed out of. Do you, mm-hmm. you remember what I'm talking about? Yeah, he had the wide open look down down low and said he passed it to Thibel, who then missed a dunk or got <laughs> fouled. Um, no, I know, ex- and our producer will throw that up. We hired a, some mule to do it. Uh, <laughs> get to work, man, get to work. Yeah, get to work. I, I, I totally agree. And, and you'd think uh, we, we want to talk about Mamba mentality. We want to talk about being a leader. After a poor playoff performance, wouldn't you want to bounce back and prove to that exactly that man play exactly. and instead he's just like no nah, i need to go take a photo of my porsche and uh hang out can i, can I say something i don't see that this okay. guy doesn't this guy doesn't have it um he's not a winner i mean i remember when he was in lsu in college he didn't care i think he when he was playing they weren't winning and then he got injured and then he didn't play i mean i think he's a very talented basketball player he's just naturally gifted he's 610 mm-hmm. has athleticism like almost I mean not not as much as LeBron but there you know he's 6'10 and he could run he could play any position you want one through five and there's another debate should he be playing point guard or should should he be playing center or even power forward I mean I don't know um but he was getting those comparisons to LeBron just for the court vision that he has but lately he just has vision for Instagram whores and he's kind of you know off the map 
not really paying attention. Oh, here's to another thing, man. He could have played for Australia this summer. You know, go mm. get some national league. You know, see, Australia made it for the semis. They weren't a bad. Mm. They weren't a bad national team, and if they had him, they could have possibly beat the U.S. You know, and imagine that having that on your resume and the confidence from that. Whoa! I beat USA. This team of all stars. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, instead he, <laughs> instead he went to Cancun. Yeah, exactly. I, you know, doesn't that piss you off? Mm-hmm. Where is Rich Paul in all this? Is he forcing yeah. this? Is he trying to bully the NBA? Come He's on, now dating man. Adele. Is he rolling in the deep or whatever that weird hey, song? Is he actually dating Adele? Yeah, I, I saw – well, she posted on her uh, Instagram. I saw him, uh, you know, cuddled up. It's very wow. cute. Is he cuffed up? Yeah, wow. just in time for uh, the season. Uh-huh. All right. All right. Good for him. I think uh I think the NBA hates this guy. I think the teams hate this guy. And um I mean he's we talked about that Nerland's no uh, lawsuit against him. That's gonna be interesting um to see how that plays out. Um but I think all the NBA teams right now, they're on the horn with Elton Brand, GM of the 76ers, and they're saying, You better not trade Simmons. You better call this guy's bluff. And then, I mean, I'll bet you in a few years, Ben Simmons will be suing, what's his name, Rich Paul for lost wages. I mean, because if this plays out the way, um, the way that uh, we think it is, which is Ben Simmons sits out, Philadelphia withholds his pay because they have the right to do it. What, where do you think Ben Simmons is going to get his money from? Well, he's, he's going to be a Twitch streamer. Yeah, but he's going to be suing Rich Paul saying, hey, man, it was your advice that told me to sit out, you mm-hmm. know? It's, it was you who advised me to sit out against these guys, and I lost wages because of you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, that's what I think, anyways. Right, and, and it's not a good look for Simmons, especially the way that uh, Woj, just the, the tweet that Woj had today, Ben Simmons is fed up. He plans to not play another game everyone immediately is siding with the organization. Any fan that reads that goes, who the fuck does this guy think that he he's is? He's not even that good. He's not even that good. I mean. Mm-hmm. He's hot, but yeah, you're right. He's not. <laughs> you're right. Tim? He's your type? Oh, well, yeah. Thick, nice skin, good beard. I heard um, he has a good accent, too. Yeah, yeah. You into that? Of course, yeah. We're, we're off topic. I can, you know, look at photos of him after the pod. <laughs> <laughs> we know you will we know you will yeah, yeah sure we'll see you. um dude but so i don't know you <laughs> we talk about this all the time that there's the players who they care more about the drip the cars it's like kyle kuzma too another cute light skin who just doesn't care about the game you like, like his you, tattoos huh yeah i see you, know, you, yeah. you like him more with blonde hair or uh like uh, blonde kuz yeah, the blonde is cool, uh, kind of a slim, shady vibe, but yeah, I don't mind. <laughs> oh, man. Good, good, good. Yeah, yeah, I love that tan brown. <laughs> yeah. What were we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're blushing a little there, big guy. Yeah. No more, no. no more is your secret safe with uh, me and all our listeners. Yeah, all the listeners and uh, my grinder account. Uh, dude, so we'll uh, – We'll uh, move on to NFL. I got to put a, do some Google searches after this. Um, so any games Monday or Thursday night last week, uh, your giants, dude, 
Oh, man. I mean, that was a great game. The, the, I don't know if everyone watched it, but that was uh, Giants against the Washington football team. And I liked what I saw from the Giants, but it was just – at the end of the game, it was just like <sighs> – it was like no defense, and it was just whoever has the ball literally last wins the game, you know. And that, By the way, have you been noticing that these national te- like televised games, it's all like really no defense, whoever holds the ball last is winning? Like, I, I don't know. Is that just – because like, okay, Monday night was um, – um, the Packers against the Lions, that was a shootout. I mean, I know Packers won by, like, 17, but, like, their defense wasn't stopping anyone. It's just because Jared Goff's, like, an incompetent quarterback and kept on, like, fumbling it or <laughs> turning it over. It was like, <laughs> this guy can't mm-hmm. throw it. He's, like, literally. Um, Is Roger think- Goodell smarter than we think? And he just goes, yeah, this will these will be the shootouts. We're going to put this at the prime Shootouts time. are more interesting, right? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I don't want a 3 nothing Alabama-LSU type game in the NFL. That'd be terrible. But I also don't want, like, maybe it's because I'm betting on these games and I'm like, I'm hating when the other team could so easily score, but I'm like, ah, well, where's the defense, man? It's just mm-hmm. pissing me off. Um, are you taking the overs in these or are you not doing that? I'm doing uh, spreads and money lines and uh, doing a parlay with, for a bunch of these just uh, degenerate stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of that, did you see there was some dude who put down a parlay, this crazy parlay for $25. Par- yeah. He could have won 700 k if the Lions won. I can't believe he picked the Lions over the Packers, but, I mean, who am I to judge him? He picked 15 games right. This guy was nuts. Mm-hmm. 15 games right? I couldn't pick four games right, bro. Yeah, I, I had a four-game throw parlay. up that graphic on the screen for us. Let's see all the uh, games. No, no. but Earn your yeah, money, he, my man. Earn your money. Mm-hmm. No, but people were saying that he could have hedged to at least get 370, right? I don't know how that works exactly. Making 370 a, what? Like $370? No, K. Because he could have won 700 and so if he placed a bet, I don't know how that works. I don't know. I don't know. the. Oh, so he places a bet all on what's his name on, on the Packers, Packers to, to win. win. Yeah. Right. But doesn't he have to have like an initial like capital outlay or I'm guessing there's places that'll. Yeah. Maybe do like credit or something. Wait, so here. 25 wins 700 K. That's what it was, I believe. Because he just was that lucky. I didn't see the other games that he had bet on there, but would you hedge? Would you have hedged if you had the opportunity? Yeah, I probably would. I mean, the Lions. You're betting with Jared Goff. (laughs) I would have. I would have absolutely. But I would have absolutely hedged. But brother, I would have hedged. Probably like like Sunday night, the Sunday night game too, because yeah, earlier. That's just the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you make it that far, you almost just want to like, roll the dice. It's like you got a guaranteed thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, like some of these games were so close, like the Ravens and the Chiefs. Like, yeah. dude, that's the running. If the running back doesn't make a stupid, like the stupidest fumble, mm-hmm. that's a lock for the Chiefs. I mean, the Washington football, the New York Giants, that was another like stupid freaking game. And then uh, what was the game? Mini, they missed, like, the field goal. They should have won the game, but then they missed the field goal. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, the Vikings. The Vikings, the Cardinals, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they were going to win it, and then the guy missed, like, a routine 33-yard field goal. I mean, mm-hmm. that's just, like, 
all luck. That's nothing yeah. but dumb luck. Yeah. Do you think the kicker is the worst? That's got to be the worst position in football. It's like the most important, though. I mean, yeah. he's getting all the like, – like, it's so funny how many games end up being decided by a field goal kick. And no one, not one and like NFL team would ever take like a field goal kicker ever in like the first or second rounds. Mm-hmm. But between you and me, field goal kickers could play until they're 40, right? Like we've seen it happen with this guy, Robbie Gould. Minitary uh, is old as fuck. is like 40, yeah. So if I'm an NFL team and I know that there's like a kicker who's like just like 100%, whatever, um, just super good, why wouldn't I spend the first or a second round pick on him? Like if he's that good, yeah, what, good he's point. getting you three points. Like, uh-huh. he's—I don't know, man. I yeah, pe- people don't really look at it that way. I guess they just go, "Oh, let's get this fat D lineman who's going to die in two years." Like, <laughs> or anyone—they're like anyone could kick, but clearly anyone can't kick. Yeah, yeah, it's bad, and and it—I feels like it's gotten worse. I don't know if this is NFL so much, but college, it just those extra points are no longer a sure thing. It feels like it's in college. It's just a mess seeing some of these kickers. You, I don't know what they're No, NFL did the same thing. Like a few years ago, they extended the extra point, like 10 yards or something. To like yeah. 30, it used to be like 20 or something. Yeah. And then like now that was in an extra kick. Um, here, here's another NFL game that I like to talk about. My Cowboys against the chargers. Did you watch that? Uh, I I didn't, but I was following on, you know, Twitter and uh, Pornhub and all those. Like they, uh, yeah, they like, Pornhub does good, great co- good coverage of that one. Yeah. Um, the Chargers it, were up, though, weren't they, going in late or no? So this game was in L.A., um, SoFi Stadium, the new billion-dollar project. and LeBron so, was at the game, I think. I mean, dude, everyone was – I wanted to buy tickets to that game. Uh, the cheapest tickets, like, and this is like a how many thousand, like eighty thousand person stadium. Cheapest tickets were like two hundred twenty five bucks. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'd rather watch this game on TV. But apparently, uh, based on people that were there, it was like seventy five percent Cowboys fans, mm-hmm. like 25. So it was like another Cowboys home game. It's just because. A, there's not a lot of Chargers fans, and B, you know, Cowboys America's team. It, 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 and we, uh, LA didn't have a, a team for like what years? So a lot of these people are either Cowboys or Raiders fans, um, not Chargers fans. Yeah. But that's, that's how it felt even when the Rams were in the Super Bowl. It was just a bunch of dudes in man buns, like, yeah, I'll root for a team. But in LA, I feel like no one is really committed to, uh, Oh, but by the way, the Super Bowl, we'll talk about this later, but the Super Bowl is in LA this year. So we got to figure out a way to snack some ticks. Dude, let's get ticks. Let's do a live pod. Uh, live pod. Yeah. You have three thousand three thousand per ticket? We'll work it out. Yeah. Yeah. We'll work it out. Sure. We got sponsors. Uh huh. Yeah. And like uh, Tonner right there, your microphone, right? Big mm-hmm. sponsor. Yeah. Big Tonner guy over here. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're big, huge. Um, anyway, so this this uh, Cowboys Chargers game, I mean, the Cowboys are so incompetent when they hire coaches. Like their coach is just whoever comes to the Cowboys for some reason. If they're like the coach, they lose like IQ points. I I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so this guy, 
I think ran the clock down, even though it was like a second, like a second down. Um, and he ran the clock down for like a field goal kick, like a 56 yard field goal kick instead of trying to get more yards. And everyone was like scratching their head because a, their kicker is so shaky. Last week he missed like nine points worth of kicks. And if he had made like one of them, they um, would have beat the bucks. And so this, this schmuck, uh, this moron and, uh, you know, not to insult other morons because this guy is royally, you know. Um, but he he runs the clock down to get a field goal kick for 56 yards to, you know, to win the game. I'm just like, what? A, like, run yeah. the ball maybe? Or, like, I mean, they haven't been able to stop you all game. Like, you have, like, two run. I don't know. So, luckily, the guy made the kick. Mm-hmm. Um, Coach is a and- genius. <laughs> no, he's not. He's but oh and then there's another interesting um not to be too much in cowboys talk but there's another interesting dynamic going on where their backup running back is just as good as zeke pollard yeah he's great this guy is like unstoppable Mm um i always thought he was better even last year i last year i thought he was definitely better gave him a spark and it it should light a fire under zeke's uh, why you got guaranteed money man well, that I'm, but don't you want to be good? I mean, that's what I don't understand about these guys. They get paid and then they just you know eat shit. Because he knows he's not getting paid again. He knows after this deal he's done. I mean, like the only yeah, the only running back that's lasted like long, like elite almost is like maybe AP. I mean, and that's not he wasn't even that elite towards the end. It's just, dude, once you're like thirty and you're a running back, it's like time to get out. Yeah, I mean, OJ survived, but he survived jail. He avoided it. I don't know about the NFL. But, no, you're right. Yeah, it's it's a short-lived thing. Or you got Ray Rice just punching people. You, you're going to be out of the league one way or another. Can I ask you, why do NFL teams re-sign running backs to huge deals? Like, haven't they learned? Like, I don't get it. Aren't these, like, some of the smartest organizations, like, smartest people working at these organizations? Like, Mm-hmm. Which guy says, "Hey, you know what? Uh, let's re-sign this guy for like sixty million for five more years." Like, and dude, I feel I like I feel like they're not too hard to find. The Chargers they plucked uh, when they lost Melvin Gordon. They just were like, "Hey, uh, Austin Eckler, you come in," and he was fine. Like, you can just replace it with someone decent, and it's you'll. You be just need like a short six foot guy, stocky, like who could just break some tackles, and he'll hold on to the ball. That's it. A guy that won't get the ball knocked out of him and can just break a few tackles. That's it. I don't get it. Right. And if you abuse your life like that, that's all right. But that's your personal thing. It's like, just do well on the field. A lot of running backs abuse your life. You're right. Kareem Hunt, Tyreek Hill. Adrian Peterson did something with it. Is that, maybe that's just CTE. It's not their fault. Yeah. yeah. It's like the way they're being knocked down. Dude, I, I mean, honestly, I, running back, I would never want to be a running back. That's, like, the worst position, though. You have to – it's, like, yeah, you get, no you money. Get your ass kicked. It's tough. We talked about kicker. Kicker, you get pressure and you get no shine. Running backs do get a little bit of shine. You get touchdowns and laid. Yeah, but, dude, this guy's like, fucking he's, – he's, like, the main guy who's getting hit. This, this poor schmuck is the main guy who's getting hit. And guess what? In, like, two years – He's out of the league. Like, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. So I saw Jay Cutler. It's funny. Jay Cutler has started his own pod. He's competition to us now. I mean, is he really competition? Does anyone listen to his pod versus ours, man? Because we're we're the big leagues right here. We really are. And he, so he went on one. And uh, do you know who Theo Vaughn is? He's a comedian. Anyways, they they were going back and forth. And Theo was just like, do you ever, when you were playing, you just know a play, you know what play you're running. And you just know you're going to hand it off to your RB and he's going to get fucked. And Jay was just like all the time. You just know you're handing it off, and you know Matt Forte or whoever they had was just going to get destroyed. Yeah, I know. It's so brutal for these guys, man. It's like it's like, like 11 guys are literally attacking you, and you have to hold on to this ball with your dear life, but forget about like the rest of your body. It's just – and then you got to pick yourself up and then run the next play and get mm-hmm. two more yards. And especially the NFL, it's the first down is just a halfback dive every time. It's so predictable. Oh, man. That, That's the Cowboys offense. That's literally the Cowboys offense. It's first down, no matter what, like, we're going to rush it. And it's, yeah. But, dude, I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll give them credit. Three years ago, and this is when they were deadly, you, all, you knew that it was going to be a rush for a first yard. I mean, the first down. But they always got – five or six yards because their O-line was just that good back then. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, you know. Yeah, whatever. and that's such a game changer, just second and five. It's like, all right, <laughs> we're cooking. We got opportunities here. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's run through some rookie QBs. Um, yes. I wanted right. to talk about this, but I wanted to talk about two guys. So, uh, sorry, I cut you off. Maybe you no, 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 go, no, no, go ahead. What, like, what two guys? Scale. No, so, so Trevor Lawrence – Five picks in two games. What are, what are our thoughts on him? Is Come it the on. team? Is it his long Squidward nose? Like, what is, what's causing this? Look, I want to say it's it's the team, right? You know. Oh, look at is that alcoholic? No, it's a, a seltzer. I can put vodka in it if we want to, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe after when you conduct your Google searches, um, rub them out. Yep. Yeah. Anyways. So, hey, Tila, I mean, look, we've seen I, – I, I think this guy's a special talent. But saying that, I've seen actual special talents go into a bad situation and win games. Um, you know, we saw it with uh, – what's his name? Andrew Luck, you know, when he was drafted first with the Colts. I, I don't remember that being a good Indiana, uh, Indiana team. And yet his first rookie season, he led them to um, the playoffs. <clears throat> yeah. A team that literally tanked for him. You know, they just weren't good. Um, I mean, other times when you see this happen, it's like like teams where Russell Wilson goes third round or Dak Prescott third round or Lamar Jackson late first round. It's like teams that are already built. And that, those, are, those are, okay, those are rookie QBs. It makes sense that they're winning because, A, um, their team is good. B, um, when you're a rookie, no one has tape on you, um, so you're just going to be better. I mean, you're going to not be better, but still have a better chance to win. Um, but Trevor Lawrence goes to this Jacksonville Jaguars team that what, won one game last year? I believe so. Was, yeah. yeah, it was like one game. I mean, and I don't want to say, hey, he's no Andrew Luck because he can't take him to the playoffs because that's just unfair to him because the team is just so 
bad. You know, I mean, they were historically bad. Like one win is just really bad. Um, I think he's going to be, I think he's good. I think he just needs like something on his team that could work. I mean, maybe an O-line, maybe a running back, maybe like a wide receiver, something, you know, there, I just, there's no one on that offensive side that's like good. Should they get Maurice Jones drew out of retirement? Like what do they need to do to help this guy out? Minshew mania might need to be a thing again. Yeah. I don't know. Gardner Minshew's not, he, the QB's not the problem though. The kid's not the problem. I think the kid. No, I'm saying he could play play receiver with that mustache. Oh, you think so? Gardner Minshew at the maybe. What can he do? He's athletic enough. Um, No. All right. So, so, Jaguars are fucked. Also, I don't believe in their coach, Urban Meyer. I just don't think he's an NFL guy. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not urban enough. Um, <laughs> Zach Wilson. Uh, he uh, the four picks. picks. Oof. He was playing that's, the Patriots. Patriots. That's Bill Belichick. Team. That's Bill yeah. B, man. He knows how to do these rookie QBs. Come on. Don't give this guy – I mean, everyone's going to throw four picks against Bill B. He knows. Did you – there was a, a viral video that went around of this 12-year-old kid oh. ripping apart the Jets. Did you see this? No, I, I, I did not see that. I saw the viral video of Bill smiling when they got his third pick. Did you see that one? Oh, no. That's he was like – he never smiled. And then, like, he was, like, laughing. So, yeah. anyways, what's this kid doing? He wants to see the uh, Zach Wilson in pain. So, this, <laughs> this kid was just roasting the Jets offense. He was like – it was the play where, uh, well, I don't, I don't know the specifics. It was the one Wilson threw four picks, and it was one of his picks where he dropped back, and it was just a wide, op- wide open down the middle where a linebacker just rushed him unblocked. And then, and then he was – basically this 12-year-old kid was dissecting the whole play. He had it paused on the screen, and he goes, all right, this middle linebacker goes unblocked. These two offensive linemen on the right are just looking at each other. The two O linemen weren't blocking anyone. They were just looking at each other at the start of the play. Meanwhile, the two receivers have no separation from the cornerbacks. So nobody's open. And then I forget, I think the running back on the left side also missed his block. So there were just six different mistakes happening within three seconds of the play starting. And then Zach Wilson throws a pick. And That's the, on the coach, right? That's on the coach. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It was a, a lot of Special Olympics going around. But, yeah, it was a, it was a tough look. But on the other side, Mac Jones, what do you think of him? Uh, big Mac, Mac truck. I, I think big he's a Mac. better fit than Newton was. Just a, a plain <laughs> Jane. I haven't seen a ton of him, but a uh, cool name. Um, here's a stat that's interesting. Um, average air yards, right? So we're not counting the yards they run after the catch and stuff like that um, because that's what's counted in the stats. I'm saying average air yards. So every time he makes a completed pass – do you want to know what what the yardage is, like how far he's throwing the ball up? Uh, two <clears throat> yards. All right. Well, that's – thanks for undershooting, man. It's supposed – it's three point like four yards or something like that. Yeah, really low. Yeah, it's like Brady. <laughs> no, dude, Brady. Brady's doing good right now. 
Brady no, no, like, I, I know, but Brady always would get <laughs> shit on the Patriots for doing the short passes. They're like, oh, he completes a bunch of them because it's just a screen. Oh, uh, yeah. That you're, maybe you're, you're right. You're saying it's just the Patriots way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this guy, like, I mean, um, I don't know if you watched that game because it was just like a completely shitty game um, from the get-go. But I watched some of the highlights. And they did this trick play. And did you watch the highlights on this, the trick play where – um, they give it to the running back, and then the running back passes it um, laterally to Mac Jones. Uh-huh. Kind of like that? a flea flicker, but – Flea flicker, but, like, Mac Jones, like, goes back. Mm-hmm. And then Mac Jones passes the ball. Even though he has a wide-open guy for a touchdown, he does yeah. not take that pass, and he takes oh. – and he gives it to this guy, like, 10 yards up the field. So yeah. you do this entire trick play – just for and 10 yards, yeah. Just for 10 yards. And it's like, dude, you had a wide guy wide open at the TD, and that just tells you what you need to know about this guy. Mm-hmm. He's just a game manager. You know, he's yeah. not. <clears throat> right, and it's exactly what any Alabama QB was. Think about Greg McElroy or even McCarron. They were just, uh-huh. don't fuck it up. Let's let our defense. Exactly, let, exactly. Let's, let's let our elite running backs do their thing. The QBs at those at that school never had to be yeah. a, a game changer. And um, Absolutely. Yeah. And he had a running back who literally broke three tackles and got a 17-yard touchdown um, against the Jets. That was a huge play, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but do you think, not, not to get too anally deep into the Patriots, but like, do you think that – because Brady was a superstar and he, he was accused of being a system guy. Do you think the Patriots can get away with just, you know, sticking anyone in that QB badge? No, I mean, we saw it with Cam Newton last year, not anyone. It's just, I, first of all, I don't know why they did Cam Newton. He's just not a fit for that team. Right. And they thought that they could do like um, Dink and Dunk or whatever, you know, with Newton, but Newton just wants – well, he wasn't a good fit, and he never wore a good pregame fit either. He was just – he wanted to be bigger. He's, he wanted to be bigger than, like, you know, the Patriots brand. And, like, you know, the Patriots don't go for that. They want a guy who's just going to stay in the background, like, you know, the Spurs, um, yes. like a Tim Duncan. Kind of like the Yankees, how they never had long hair. You just got to stay in line. <laughs> it's kind of like Nazi Germany. Yeah, exactly. Literally, because it's like Bill Belichick and his entire family and the coach, like, in the def- defensive side. It's so funny. He has like three of his sons or something on the. Is he the NFL Hitler? Maybe, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He keeps them in line. Um, <laughs> all right, dude. What what other games? I I wrote some stuff down too. Um, so so Jameis was so good week one, and then he had a classic Jameis pick. Yeah. I don't know if you saw it, where he was just scrambling and he just heaved the ball up. Bro, I love Jameis, man. I, he, <laughs> um, I remember that one season, like uh, before they, after before Tom Brady came, he like went for like thirty picks or something. It was like it was like, or it was like what was it? 30 yeah, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30 yeah, thirty picks. Like one game he goes for five TDs, the next game he goes for like five picks it just makes no sense and and that's and that's exactly it i remember everyone's like week one oh this is the new Jameis dude forget about drew Brees. you know he was um he was just awful Jameis is so talented look what happens if he goes into a good system blah 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 even though by the way the same team that he left the next year won a super bowl so 
Right. It's not the system focus. It's definitely him. Do you remember uh, do you remember that Bruce Arians quote when Jameis was kind of on his way out after his last what, game? I think, what is it? I forget what it was exactly, but Bruce Arians is hilarious because he doesn't filter anything. Last yeah. year last year when the, the Bucks lost to the Saints in the opener, Arians just called out Brady and just basically said, Yeah, he was fucking awful. Not that exactly, but he trashed trashed him to the media. He said, yeah, Tom needs to be better. And so when Jameis the year before was leaving, he said, there's some good but so much awful or something like that. He just, yeah, basically said there's a lot of ugly with this QB. Look, he ain't no Mac Jones, man. He's going to fling it. He's not going for that 10-yard pass. He's going for that TD pass. He's sending it. He he has the instincts that – I have in Madden where I just say, you know what? Fuck it. What, which route looks the best. I'm just going to fling it. He has no sense of, Oh, let me throw this away or just tuck it and slide. He, he's just going to huck it up. It's like a, a game of 500 or it's just like a kid in fifth grade playing touch football with friends where you just chuck that thing you have no no decision making no iq he stole crab legs already so he's just all over the map with what he's doing it works like game one he had like five tds and that's just because the packers secondary can't like catch anything like forget about interceptions like they can't catch um so I feel like he makes those throws sometimes, even on those TDs against the Packers, where he's just not even really looking. He just kind of is just – you'll see him. Let me just off. see. Yeah, it's just decides, Yeah, he just decides, all right, I'm hucking this one, and that's it. He has – there's no strategy to where he's going to place the ball. Um, that's so it, right, man. It worked out week one. Yeah, it didn't work out against the Panthers. Sam Darnold, 2-0. Hey, that there, there's your Trevor Lawrence comparison, man. Bad team with the Jets. He needs – and that Panthers defense so far – I mean, it's, I know it's only two weeks. <clears throat> and they played against the Jets week one, was it? Yeah. Uh, but it's historically good right now. Just like – like, dude, like you got to look at these numbers. Mm-hmm. Like the, the rush yards they're letting <clears throat> is below 50. The pass yards they're letting are like – around 100, like, this defense is nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I wish I picked them on my fantasy team. But um, actually, speaking of the Panthers, they're my lock of the week uh, for my Survivor League. Who are, they, who are the Panthers playing for your lock? Um, they're playing the Texans. Okay. Yeah, that's um, Deshaun Texas- Watson, is he uh, – Getting foot rubs or massages or jerking. I think he's 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 getting his suit his ass off. About to go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> Who who's their QB right now? Well, dude, they had like a good QB, Tyrod Taylor. Like, Tyrod Taylor, yeah, that's he's right. doing really well. Like, and then he got injured, mm-hmm. and now it's this like it's this like kid from like Stanford or something. Um, I don't mm. know, super Andrew white kid. I, like yeah. I don't know. Like he's no good. Not Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I saw the Texans. I mean, they they lost to the Brownies and Baker, who's a lead. Barely, dude. They they were favored to lose by like twelve points. They they lost by ten, but like for a good chunk, they were close. in that yeah. game until Tyrod Taylor got injured. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think this uh, new rookie QB against this uh, Panthers defense 
um, holds up. I, I really think this Panthers D is good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, I these locks are so tough because I, w- I was looking at the week three schedule I know, trying I to know. come up with one. Well, what um, do you think? It it's tough, but I I know this game was close last year, but uh ah uh, fuck I I, I was Washington that. or Broncos. Who's, who's Washington playing? Bills, the Buffalo Bills. Oh yeah, I would take I would take the Billies there. Is that is that your lock? Um, let's take that as the lock. I don't I don't know what. I, yeah, there was another good one. It was the Broncos against the Jets. I think. How have the Broncos done this year? Undefeated. They've been doing good. Their defense is holding up. I mean, the Jets are due for a dominant performance. Yeah, but, but this is Broncos home, man. This is Denver home. See, what's, what's so tough <laughs> about this is you could go another direction, too, where there was Chiefs-Chargers, where it's the Chiefs Dude, just lost. that's not a lock, man. That's I not mean, a lock. I don't think the Chiefs are any good. I don't think the Chiefs are as good as they were the past two years. It's just yeah. so hard to be good in this league for, like, three years straight. Dude, it's unheard of. In the NFL, yeah. it's not the NBA. Like, well, and you have guys like Tyree Kill who have beaten people. They're tired from that. Tra- <laughs> Travis Kelsey got a haircut. He looked awful. Yeah, uh, Mahomes, like, Mahomes' brother is on TikTok. So they have flaws. I get it. Um, <laughs> and they can't stop anyone defensively. Oh, Herbert might uh, jizz. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, look, they played two really good teams so far. And First game was really close, should have lost. Second game was really close, probably should have won, even 1-1. Um, but I don't know. I mean, maybe, like I said, it's just like very like hard teams they're playing, and maybe that's what it is, but I'm not sold on them. The fact that the Charger, the fact that the Chargers couldn't even beat the Cowboys was my don't hate on my Cowboys, my man. Don't hate on my boys. We don't hate on my boys. We them boys. America's team, brother. Do you think they have a winning season? We're getting off topic here, but they what, probably, Cowboys winning season. Yeah. Yeah. I I wait. You don't think my boys are gonna win, dude? They have the easiest schedule in the NFL. That NFC East boy. Yeah. Exactly. Um, sorry, yeah, let's, let's get back to the lock real quick. Then we'll go to what people yeah. are dying for, which is the accounting. Yeah, the accounting. Yeah, yeah, um, so, so, sorry, what? So, Chiefs Chargers is a bad one. Forgive me for my uh, retardation. What, uh-huh. were, what were the other two you named? Broncos? Broncos, uh, Jets. Broncos are favored by like 10.5 points, I think. Yeah, I, I would need to look at the point differentials too. I trust Vegas more than myself. Uh, yeah. And, the- and then what was the other one? Bills, Washington, Bills are favored by nine. And then Panthers, Texans, Panthers are only favored by eight. I mean, give me the numbers. This is like the equivalent of an idiot picking the top seeds in March Madness, but I feel like that's almost what you got to do. So you're just saying whoever has the biggest point differential is a lock. <clears throat> yeah, it, it was with some judgment too, but I didn't know how well the Broncos were doing. But if they're nutting, then it might the, be – Their defense is good. And then their, their um, QB, he's not bad either. Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, oh, I know, Teddy. It's water under the bridge. Um, yeah, all right. I'll I'll take – you talked me out of the other uh, – you, you don't think Carolina Texans 
you, you, you liked what you've seen from Texas, right? Texans, right? I like what I saw, but now, uh, you know, old scrappy do Tyrod is done. The only thing I'm afraid of is what if this new QB comes and says, hey, I'm going to like – no one has tape on me. Yeah, I'm going to build gonna, a ball or whatever they do. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to like just hit – like I'm going to be pull a Jameis, just throw the ball and like down. If they catch it, they catch it. <laughs> they catch it. Like I'm, that's what I'm afraid of. Chuck it up. No, let's uh, – I'll take the Broncos. That'll be the one that I'll pen. I'm not in this competition, though. This is your cash, and this is what we donate to the Cousin Eddie subscribers. Yeah, um, yeah. By the way, folks, I don't know if we made an announcement. The winner of this league of mine I think wins a few grand. And if I win this, I, we're going to make a contest out of it um, to pick one of our subs um, to get a subscribers, portion Subscribers, not sandwiches. Yeah, but sandwiches would be a good one too. Jersey Mike's a sub above. Mm-hmm. Yeah, official sponsor. Yeah, what? But yeah, like Alec was saying, someone's gonna get some of that cash donation. We're making picks. You know, three week three picks, three picks like a triple screen. I don't know what I'm saying. But here's what we're gonna do next. We're gonna talk accounting. How long have we been recording for? Is my other question. I feel like, uh, we, uh, like forty talking- minutes. 40? All right, we've been talking fucking football, dude. This is a football All right. pod. All right. Um, <laughs> we'll, give you some, we'll give you guys some accounting. Yeah, we'll, we'll give accounting because, I mean, it, about a quarter of a million people a week hit me up and are like, hey, man, I, you know, I'm uh, trying to get to PWC. Uh, sometimes it's more. It's near a million people are like, hey, dude, I, I got to know the ins and outs of the big four. We're here for valid, these people. Which We're here is for yeah. yeah. So, so for the folks who've tuned in, we've touched on a lot of shit. We've touched on the summer leaderships, the internship opportunities and how not to get fired and, uh, you know, rape people. We've touched on things. We actually did as, talk about that. <laughs> yeah, we've touched on things such as the recruiting process for being on campus and not asking weird uh, tit questions. Uh, you know, there, there's been a lot. Alec, what else have we touched on? I feel like it's been so much – uh, we talked about uh, getting your offer, what to do between your internship and your full-time offer. Is it just the license to slack off or is it, yeah. you know, we touched uh, on, uh, should you take a master's program and our reasoning for why it's a total waste of time? Yeah. I mean, not to the people that are taking it and listening to this pod. You guys are the ones that are doing good. We love you. Yep. Thanks for subbing. Um, but today, today we're getting into the details, folks. This is when you are a full-time empo, full-time employee. You've been slaving away. You've been working and, uh, they get you on an inventory count. Do we want to touch on inventory counts, Alec? Do we want to give background on why we do them? I don't. Can I just say something disclaimer about inventory counts? Be friends with the, like the, like the HR person who puts, who makes those things, puts those things together. It's completely based on if they like you or if they don't like you. I had a friend. She, I guess she liked him. This guy never got an inventory count. Or if he did, it was like a shitty, like it was like close. It was just right by his house. Mm-hmm. Me, on the other hand, um, I got an inventory count because she disliked me um, somewhere in Redlands, California. Um, for all the people who live in Redlands, we love you. For everyone outside of Redlands, you do not want to go there. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> a bunch of warehouses, Amazon warehouses. Um, and it's about like a hundred 
or some miles away from the city of LA. Um, so <laughs> it was yeah. interesting driving up there. I had no idea that it's like a hundred miles away. It's just like a completely different world. Yeah. Um, you know, but, uh, that was my experience with it. Yeah. So just my number one piece of advice, be friendly with this HR person. Uh, you know, even like send them like a Starbucks gift card or something stupid. Um, or like, Ed. yeah, yeah, that goes back into our rape conversation. So, um, uh, <laughs> might not be a good idea, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, you know, like get a Starbucks, you know, get on their good side and um for them not to screw you over and also these people just have so much power because they're also picking your clients too i mean if you can just throw them a few bucks uh maybe a portion of your um uh bonus oh well their bonus is gonna be like what like 100 bucks so <laughs> it's pennies um <laughs> but but just just to backtrack a little for the folks so so the inventory count itself it's that's really the only physical audit part that you have to do, right? Where you're out in the field. Yeah, you, dude, you're looking fucking buff. God boom, damn. Boom, beefcake right here. Pull-ups, baby. Um, <laughs> ooh, dude, you and Ben Simmons. Got to put those Google searches, man. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, big meat. What are you um, doing with these recordings? <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> um but, but for the folks who, you know, want to get educated on the accounting shit, the inventory counts, the one physical uh, flex thing where it's like, all right, a company says we have this much in our fucking inventory for this product, whether it's dildos or sex toys or um, what a pocket pussies, whatever it is that they sell. It's yeah, always it's the most bullshit thing. Ever. Yeah. It's the most bullshit it doesn't, thing. It doesn't matter. Even if you fuck something up during the inventory count and don't yeah. find the correct number, Guess what? They'll just go ahead and you'll do another inventory count until right. you actually figure out the correct number. So yeah, it's, um, it's just to annoy people and to build clients. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. total BS. And so basically as, as an audit team, this company says they have this much in inventory. They send you the first year. Sometimes a second year has to do it. Sometimes a third year has to go and do these. And oh, you, basically are, you basically are sampling you go to a warehouse, say they sell light bulbs or pocket pussies. And it's like, all right, we need to check this bin and count that all of these are here. And we don't need to go into details of how the sampling works. That shit was boring as fuck. I honestly don't even remember. That's how bad it was. But they're they're sending you out into the field to just count product, count boxes, count clothes, thongs, panties, whatever they're selling once again. And you're right. Alec touched on it. He had to go out to what was it? La Quinta, Redland, Redland. Redland St. Tomato, Tomato. Yeah. And we love you. We love everyone from Redlands, by the way. No, uh-huh. no, no judgment. Uh-huh. Yeah. But they, they always send you out somewhere crazy wherever they have warehouses. And yeah, we love all our Redland subscribers. There's tons of them, but mm-hmm. I, it was the same thing for me. Dude. I don't even remember Mine was so funny because I had a joint inventory count with, with James, with a Jimothy, Jimothy? friends of ours, a guy who got laid off from PwC for uh, being Jimothy. Fun. We love you, my man. Yeah. Um, we got to get him on the pod one of these days. We'll, we'll get him on the pod. We'll talk about him getting let go. We'll, we'll spill <laughs> all the tea for the fucking fans. I thought that, PwC that would doesn't be, lay people off. That'd be yeah. some nice tea, man. That would, that would be hot tea. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be very interesting. Because they always say we never lay people off. 
Yeah. Yeah. They laid pipe on him. But so we, so we, we drive out and it was probably, I mean, it wasn't Redlands, but it was on the way to the field, Bakersfield. It, it wasn't as far, but it was a long ass drive. We, for us, it was, can I say the client or is that against some protocol? I don't know. I don't know. We were counting light bulbs. That was the product for us. And, um, you guys could pick who the client is. Yeah. There's, and like, so, there's like a few light bulb makers. We show up. It's, uh, and it was the weirdest thing where there was a different audit client there. They were doing two counts. It was the most nutty thing ever where we came as the big four to do a count. And then there was a, a lower tier accounting firm there with a manager and a senior doing a count. So there's, me and James, who were two PwC, Jimothy, two brand new. We were four months into the company at this point. No fucking idea what we're doing. We're there to just jizz and hang out and go get a burger. And so we show up and it's a manager at this mid-tier firm. Think uh, Grant Thornton, BDO. What, I don't know. What, oh, what wow, man. Called? You're trash. He's <laughs> Well, the lower just, accounting room. Well, I'm just saying that <laughs> I thought I'm, it was like a mom and pop shop. Yeah, mom and pop. Shut it out. We love our video heads too. This elite. Love them too. I'm just, I just know I was sitting. I was standing they, across, they are called. Across mid, the they are here. called uh, mid tier though. Shed a Man, tear. Big shot over here. I forgot. This guy goes to Starbucks Reserve. He doesn't. Or sorry, the Reserve. He doesn't. Yeah. You know, he doesn't. He doesn't go to regular Starbucks. This yeah. this elitist fuck right here. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was trying to fart. Um, but any. <laughs> what this elitist is farting on us too, many. Whoa. Um. No, but so so. Anyways, there was a different, a whole different audit squad there, and we all just did a count together. I think the goal was that they would see. This is where I'm fucking dumb for bringing this up because I don't even remember the purpose of having two different clients there. We didn't even know they would be there. I think the the point was that we didn't even know what we were counting. We were just looking at their numbers and like we were just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, I got COVID, and we so we were just uh we were counting with them and basically they were doing a check and we were supposed to do a check to compare and see if we were in line just for a completeness. And, uh, and so this, this lady, this short uh, Asian skank, she was the one who would count for them and she, she would get her totals and we were like, yep, sounds good to us. And, and by like the third hour of it, Jimothy and I were so over. That's the other thing, folks, is this thing goes all day. This is like a seven-hour affair of you counting light bulbs. Uh, but it joined Big Four. And so we, uh, you know, she's counting, and we're just sitting there like, yep, sounds good to us. We're not even counting the bulbs at that point. We Might just, have something to do with him being late. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. But to be fair, James did way more than I did because there's a whole Excel documentation you have to do afterwards that you have to send in to the uh, the actual client, like the, yeah. the audit team that works on that client. This is the other thing, and I'm kind of all over the place on drugs here, but the funniest thing about these inventory counts is that the PwC team that works on this client they don't do the counts. They, what they do is they outsource it to people who live near that city where the warehouse is. So this client, I believe it was based in 
let's just say SF. So there's a San Francisco PwC audit team that reaches out to us in LA and goes, hey, boys, we need you to go count this bullshit uh, all day and then send us the files. You're not getting paid extra. This is going to be your Saturday where you go and uh, do this. And we just have to say, sure thing, uh, ma'am, who is uh, also a new associate. I'll do what you say. And, uh, yeah. Wait, you know what? Uh, my friend who was working at PwC until recently, what he did – they got him like on two inventory accounts. They called him on two inventory accounts, and he responded to both. This is a new thing. Oh, I don't feel comfortable going because of COVID. Yeah, and he got out of both of them. Uh-huh. And I was like, "You fuck." That's yeah, so- dude. I it it was so funny. So I've I've touched on this I think on one of our first episodes, but one of the busiest weeks I ever had at PwC was the first and second weeks of the pandemic it was march 12th whatever it was it was mid-march 2020 is when we had a filing deadline for my main client and that that week of filing i was put on an inventory count and it was one of those things where i reached out to my manager and said i can get this bullshit canceled right we're filing and she just goes well you know, if you're not comfortable with COVID. And I said, what do you mean COVID? We have to file right now. She wasn't even concerned about my time and getting uh, the actual work. Done. She was more like, well, if you're scared of COVID. And uh, I was basically like, no, I need you to write me a note because we need, we have a fucking deadline. That's also the funniest thing too, is when they, you know, give you a count during the busiest time of the year. It's like, I can't fucking do this. I've got other work. You know what they did for me? The day after my filing, I didn't have time on my calendar. It was like one day. And then I was going to start on a new client. I was like, oh, yeah, I was looking forward to it. Get one day off between busy seasons before I start my second busy season. And, of course, the scheduler at HR or whatever, what does she do? Puts a inventory counter right there. And, like, like a week before, too, you know, it's just like, like you get that email in the morning and it's like for inventory count yeah you have fun part of the auditing experience yeah um but dude uh yeah you you got to do it on your saturdays and and it's funny uh, one real quick thing and, and we'll wrap up because i know we're almost at the hour point here um the funniest thing was when I was quitting PwC, like when I knew I was leaving around November time. At this point, I still hadn't found my new job, but I was so, <laughs> you knew you were quitting. I was so checked out. I was like, I know I'm leaving. And at this point, I was basically an A3, I think. Yeah, because I had done two busy seasons and it was going into the third year. I would have had to do a third one. Um and just this this brand new associate out of the SF office for a, a jeans company. She, uh, I, I was gonna have to do an inventory count, a virtual count based in Chicago. And because it was, be, yeah, because it was uh, midwet, whatever time zone that is, it was a uh, six a.m. I was gonna have to start, and it was the day after Halloween too. Yeah, so it was November. Yeah, it was November. So hold on, this new associate puts you on a virtual count. Why can't she do the virtual count? That's what I. That's what I was saying, and and it was hilarious because there were ten different people on the original call, and uh, yeah, I thought 
this is your goddamn club. <laughs> like, yeah, what are you guys doing? It's so important that you can't do it. Yeah, I don't know if it's because they're already so slammed with work that they have to distribute it what, to other got time people. for, like, this 10-hour call, though. <laughs> yeah. And Fucking so it was so off, funny because I, I joined the original call. I said, you know what? I'll be a team sport. I'll ah. do this count. And then I join. I see that it's at 6 a.m. the day after – Halloween. Halloween. Not that I went out anyways because it was drink, fucking, drink, 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 Yeah, we, drink, we were drinking. We were, you know, tossing them back. The you didn't go trick-or-treating? Uh, we got some candy met with uh, old men. But so we, anyways, so we you know, celebrated, got pegged and then I, but I see that it's a, a 6 a.m. count and so I just go, alright, I'm not, I'm not fucking doing this. And I had, to, I had to fill out these sheets beforehand to say my availability. Uh, you know, you have to email the fucking, uh, you know, the warehouse people to say, hey, I'll be here at this time. And I just didn't do anything. And then, so, so this was on Monday. I was supposed to reach out Friday, the Friday before the count, this this brand new uh, whore, she reaches out to me and is like, "No, can do that." She's like, she's like, "Hi, Alex." She's like, "Hi, Alex." Uh, just checking in to see if you've reached out, done all this, and I just, I just hit her with a, "Hey, yeah, sorry, I'm not gonna make it Saturday. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna make it to the count." And she's just like, "Well, it says it's your responsibility to find a replacement," and I just hit her with a. I'll see what I can do. And I, and I just never, I never bugged any friend. I never reached out to anyone and was like, Hey, um, can you fill this slot for me? I just like, fuck it. Like she can fucking deal with it. And so I think she just had to panic and like send something to her manager and be like, Hey, we need someone for this. But I was just like, yeah, I'm not fucking doing it. Yes. Dude, that um, Empire Strikes Back, baby. Oh yeah, dude. I okay. I have another one, but I'll I'll save it for next week because this one's longer. But basically, I've just gotten out of these counts because they're such fucking bullshit. You having to go to some random place, count some inventory for a client. How do you do a virtual account, by the way? Like, what's going on there? Why can't they have someone in Chicago do it? Why are they bothering you? It just pisses me off, man. Yeah. It's the worst ever. Um, Alec, did you have any closing remarks? It's been fun. We touched NBA, a lot of NFL, which is how it should be. I mean, it's the goddamn season. Um, and then a yeah, little football bit of season, man. We got a lot of talked about a lot of pigskin. Pigskin. Your, your bet is so my bet is the Broncos. Yours is what? I'm picking the Panthers tomorrow, Thursday night. Okay. And if I lose, I'm going to throw up. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Hey, well, I don't want to throw up. Yeah, you don't want to yak. But up. if I do, I'll make sure to record it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to get that content. We'll get the Patreon yeah. bumping, folks. We're putting out every week. I'm cutting up clips. I'm, uh, you know, we're doing what we can to get. This you and our producer, right? Yep. Yeah, we got Jamie pulling up clips. Pulling up- <laughs> that his name keeps on changing, or her name keeps on changing, whatever she identifies. He or she yeah. identifies. Yeah, as. Gregory. Yeah, we got a trans producer. Um, all right, guys. So we'll uh, <laughs> we'll we'll call it there. Appreciate everyone for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week for episode nine. Um, love you. Bye.